All right, Snack Attack crew, assemble. Feeling that mid-afternoon slump? Need a protein boost that doesn't involve boring protein bars? Well, let me introduce y'all to my new favorite obsession, wonderful pistachios. Y'all, these little green guys aren't just your average nut. They're protein powerhouses, packing a whopping six grams per ounce. That's over 10% of your daily value. And here's a confession. I used to be a cracker. You know, the kind of girl who enjoys the satisfying pop of opening each one. But let's be honest, sometimes convenience is king. And that's where their no-shell options comes in perfect for on-the-go snacking. Plus, they come in flavors like chili roasted and sea salt and vinegar. So there's something for everyone, even the picky gals. But here's the kicker. Wonderful pistachios are a complete protein, meaning they have all nine essential amino acids your body needs. So next time you're feeling sluggish, ditch the sugary treats and grab a handful of these green gems. I promise y'all they will keep you fueled and feeling your best, whether you're conquering carpool duties or crushing deadlines. And seriously, these are my go-to snack. I keep a bag in my purse. I keep one at the office. I even stash a few on the side of my bed for those late night cravings. This year, I want you to treat yourself to something delicious and good for you. So head over to wonderfulpistachios.com and explore their amazing flavors and sizes. Trust me, your taste buds and your body will thank you. Y'all should know by now that we love progression over here. Let's chat about what everyday progress truly means to us. Whether it's hitting those small milestones or treating ourselves to a little something something after a month of disciplined budgeting, progress is all about balance and staying motivated. And speaking of budgeting and reaching financial goals while still enjoying life's little pleasures, have you heard about Chime? Chime's checking account offers some amazing features that can help you along your financial journey. Let me tell you about one feature that really stands out to me. Chime's Spot Me. We've all been there, right? Dealing with overdraft fees can really throw a wrench in your financial plans. But with Chime, you can overdraft up to $200 with no fees. You heard me right. No fees. It's like having a safety net for those unexpected moments. Y'all, I had a friend who was always getting hit with hefty overdraft fees. It was a mess trying to sort it out. How do you really get ahead with that? But with Chime, you can avoid those headaches and get back on track with ease. Plus, Chime isn't just a bank. It's a community. With Boost, you can increase your spot me limit by receiving boosts from your friends. It's like having your financial back covered by your squad. So, if you're ready to take control of your finances and wave goodbye to those pesky monthly fees, open your Chime account today. Just head over to Chime.com slash bravado. That's Chime.com slash bravado. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bank Court Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Boosts are available to eligible Chime members enrolled in SpotMe and are subject to monthly limits. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. This is Germany. And this is Brittany. And this is the Blacker Bravado Podcast. A motivating and encouraging podcast where we focus on building community amongst colorful women alike. Join us weekly as we sit down and have candid conversations on various topics and issues surrounding self-care, self-love, mental health and wellness, spirituality, entrepreneurship, and much more.
and trust. When we don't have the answers, we'll call on our expert homegirls who do. Our intention is to create a safe space for growth, inspiration, laughter, and love free of judgment in hopes that after you listen, you're a little more knowledgeable or at least a little more entertained than before. It's homegirl vibes here. Real, raw, and a little funny. A lot of fucking funny. So thanks for tuning in to the Black Girl Bravado podcast. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Welcome back, hotties. Yes, it is fucking hot. Yes. Very hot. It's going to be super hot this week in Los Angeles. And yeah, how's it going? It's going well. How's your weekend? My weekend was good. Typical quarantine weekend. <laughs> Same thing every Community weekend. Community service. Uh-huh. Podcast work. Yeah. Um, I have committed to running 60 miles this month. <laughs> Come on. <gasps> Woo. So I ran this weekend more than I ever ran in my life. Good job. Proud of you. How's your weekend? My weekend is exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> Community service, did some running. Oh, we had a really great weekend socially on our live. Oh my God. We did our wellness convention. And color. Yeah, our wellness, wellness and, and color, color virtual retreat which... was on Instagram. We yeah. had a great time on Friday. We did a mask and chill with our girl Tyann of Purple and Prosper. We did. All about skincare and wellness. Mm-hmm. Saturday morning, we did a yoga flow with our girl Mariah. Yes, we did. Um, which was amazing. And then Sunday, we wrapped up with a hair and wellness conversation with our girl Lauren of Spice Sugar. We so, did. unfortunately, if you weren't on live this weekend, you missed it. You missed it now. Um, and but, you know, we didn't talk about that on the episode, which is why you need to be following us over on Instagram. We've yes. been trying to tell y'all follow us on Instagram. That's where the fun shit happens. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we had, had a great, great live, live on Wednesday, yeah. last Wednesday. Live <laughs> was great. Um, if you weren't there, you missed that because we definitely didn't say that because tea was dished. Tea was spilled. So, um, just make sure you're staying tapped in with us on social yeah, uh, because once the episode comes out, we can't really check in with you here right. until the following week. Exactly. So if you want real time updates about what's going on, what's happening, check in with us on social. Follow us on Instagram. Yeah. And then Sunday, just chill. Had a Chilled. really chill day. Yeah. I was off Monday. Yes. Which was nice. Mm-hmm. I had a chance to relax, sleep in a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's it. So it's another week. New week, new tea. Where we kiki with you and you kiki with we. So this is where we dish um, tea on pop culture, things happening. One thing that is happening is California is moving into phase two. Yeah, of reopening. Of reopening. Mm-hmm. So that means that bookstores are opening. Retailers. Not restaurants. Not it's restaurants not restaurants. Yet. No. Oh, not restaurants. Retailers, retailers for curbside pickup and um, other things. But you still can't get your nails done. You still, can get, you still can't get your eyebrows done. You still can't go sit down and eat. But... We're improving. Yeah. Those things might not be available until stage four is what I'm seeing. Like, um, I thought stage three, stage three for that stuff. And then stage four is like live events. Oh yeah. Stage three. Okay. Yeah. So we might be they're They're estimating about like a month per stage. Right. Okay. So that's what it is. So in a month we'll be able to get our personal grooming. Yeah. And a month my kitty cat will be like a seal. Kitty cat wax. There. Nails done. Hair did. Everything <laughs> did. did. Okay. Cue the Drake. Um, okay. So, you know, it's funny because we were all like, 
we ready to go outside. Then when they started saying California is reopening, we like, hold on, hold on. Too are we soon. ready to be open? Right. Are we ready? Are they sure? <laughs> they got this shit under control. Right, right, right. Um, So we're going to see a lot of other states have already begun to reopen. I saw that Italy is reopened after two months of lockdown. So, I mean, it's, they they definitely are getting a handle on it. There's yeah. more testing. Um, The death rate has like kind of leveled and, out. And honestly, it Again, we keep saying either, it. Huh? No, no, no. Oh. I mean, it, we, there was deaths, definitely. Sure. But like we keep saying, and we said last week on the podcast, we said it in our mid-month check-in, that California was really ahead of the curve in, yeah. w- w- in Shout regards out to, to Gavin. flattening the curve. Yeah. Shout out to Gavin, so our it, president. <laughs> right, our president of our, our uh, state. state. Yes. We love Gavin. So, yeah, you know, we were really influential with flattening the curve we were. and making sure that it, it didn't, we didn't have a spark, a spike. A spike, because you guys were really preparing next year gig. We we were, and it's been nice because, I mean, it's kind of twofold. There wasn't a surge like we anticipated, yeah. but we were prepared for the surge. Right. But on the back end, um, it kind of, yeah, it's been slow and it affects the nature of the business, the hospital. Yeah. But luckily we're reopening, things are changing, we're getting ready for more elective surgeries. Okay. So, you yeah, know, yeah, that is we're happening. on the up and up. Yeah. Uh, which is great. So health we're, and we're wealth to, to everyone. We're starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Yes, I think. And you know what? We've been doing a great job. It hasn't always been easy, but we've been figuring it the fuck out. Yeah. So it's been nice. I, I, today I was even saying, man, I'm kind of thankful for this little quarantine I'm period. I'm thankful for show. Because today I was telling my friend, if I was off on a Monday with it, like Typical without Monday. quarantine, right. right, and a normal tor- Monday, I would be in the streets trying to figure out what I could do, get a service done, get my ne- whatever it was, it would be filled with an errand or yeah. something to do. So it was nice that I was like, I ain't got shit to do. I for sure wouldn't be running through my neighborhood. I can bet you that. I oh, would I not know. be running, and I would not be committing to running 60 miles. I know. I was saying that um, it was a struggle for me to start working out, like to get into a workout groove since this quarantine, and then – Last week, I turned it the fuck up. I've been working out every day. Now I'm doing this run. I'm like, girl, you always got to do too much. No, you're doing good. It's either good. all or nothing with me. You're and doing I've good. I've transitioned to all. So, um, yeah, it's been a good time. It's been a good time. We'll see how things progress. We'll see how things progress. But I think we've done a great job overall. We have. So, um, what you guys need to get better at doing a great job overall is making sure that you take the time to y'all rate. Y'all need to open back up and get in y'all cars and start listening to this podcast so that the reviews can get back Period. To like, make sure that you're taking time to pour into the things that you love. Yes. We're coming here. Pardon me. A bitch just burped. <laughs> We're coming here and recording during the quarantine. You need to be listening during the quarantine and doing your part during the quarantine. Period. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you rate, review the podcast. It really makes a difference. It um, makes a hell of a difference. It does. Show. People be like, we saw your rating to Period. We took a meeting today and yeah. someone made mention of it. So just do your part. It's the way to pour back into our ecosystem. We're all here to support each other. Mm-hmm. And it means a lot. So leave some sweet words. And remember, uh, five-star chicks deserve five-star reviews. Period. So let's. <laughs> read our review of the week yeah this one call comes from just call me different okay we'll do, we'll that. do that right different i'm um, different she different, different. yeah she, she different, different. <laughs> okay so honest authentic and hilarious is what she says so i started listening a month or so before quarantine binged every time i was in the car love 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 y'all i'm originally from dago and y'all y'all giving that true socal energy this is truly a gem 
Y'all are my friends in my head, from the breaking of song to natural banter. The perspective and knowledge dropped weekly is needed and appreciated. Thank y'all and excited for the future. We'll be making it to an event in LA after we're off punishment. Rona. <laughs> yeah, I mean. We can't wait to have you. Yeah, it's our hope that we can just get back into the swing of things. Uh, you know, the corona can't stop a bad bitch. Period. So we'll be on the up and up once all this is over. But thank you so much for the review. Make yes. sure you guys do your part. Um, last week. No, no, actually, no, not yet. There's another way you there's can support. There's another way you can do your part. Mm -hmm. um, you can do your part also over on Patreon. Mm -hmm. So Patreon is a platform that we have created for exclusive. Well, we didn't create it, but we've joined right. it. <laughs> we've We're created, the creators of right. Patreon. We have a profile on there um, where we provide exclusive content, additional episodes, affirmations, audio affirmations, which we just dropped. Yeah. Insecure recaps just dropped. Um, we're starting a book club. People are pumped about that so. yeah that's exclusive to patreon so we weren't and you can be, sharing be at any level for the book club yeah and you guys have been saying what y'all reading come to the book club mm -hmm. and read it with us mm -hmm. um we have videos on there we have so much it's really just a special community and the may playlist will be dropping this week yeah the may playlist will be up uh on the weekend so Playlists you'll have something have been to lit. get through the may get through may with yeah honestly we were at community service this uh weekend and i played the play playlist and, and it everyone, was a banger everyone was shazamming they were everyone was shazamming they said i downloaded your whole playlist i'm like yeah it's exclusive yeah <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'm like, I shouldn't have been giving you guys a taste of what yeah, we have over here. But just a, that just lets goes to show. If you want to be the vibe curator, right? Have there you this go. playlist in your arsenal yes. because it is a banger. Yes, I can't wait to listen to it in my car. Let's yes. listen to it on my way to the grocery store. <laughs> but so, yeah. um, yeah, Patreon has been very lit. Thank you to all of the mommies who have come and joined us over there. Yeah. And let's do our shout outs. We want to start off with Madison. First hey, of Madison. All, because we missed Madison and she let us know on the live that we missed her. And we are so sorry if we have missed any of you. Don't hesitate to let card. us know. Pull our card. Because we really value y'all. So Madison, shout out to you. Hey, Maddie. The nickname. Right. Sharifa. Sharifa. Charisma. Charisma. There was a girl named Charisma in high school that did not like me. But Hopefully I like that ain't it. her. It ain't. She didn't spell her name like this. Hey, Charisma. And she, she, let me stop. Hey, Charisma. Okay, Tyra. Hey, Tyra. Lashana. Hey, Lashana. Chantel. Chantel, y'all coming through over here on Patreon. They're coming through. D. Hey, D. And Raven. Hey, Raven. So, we are so happy to have y'all over are. on Patreon. Hopefully you all purchase your books and are ready to join the um, book, book club. club. Right. And yeah, we love y'all. Thank you so much again. Mm -hmm. So last now. week's episode, we had a lot of fun last week on uh, episode 140. Oh my God, that episode was wild. Horrified or flattered was the title, The Ultimate Catfish. So yeah, we talked about a Reddit letter where a woman found out that her husband stalked and manipulated her into a relationship. So if you didn't listen, it was very lighthearted, very fun, but sick. <laughs> it was sick and we talked about it on Instagram and got you guys' perspective. So there was a lot of dialogue and people wanted they were demanding that we talk about it. Yeah, they're like, listen to we episode to 140. We gotta talk about it. Yeah. So um listen, if you missed our live, talk about it amongst your homegirls. Send it to each other. Yeah. Listen and mm -hmm. decide what it is that you would have done if your husband would have stalked you and, and you, manipulated you. And manipulated you and this thus you end up married with two kids. Sick almost. Let us know what's good. Yeah. So this week, this week, 
We are still doing our standalone episodes. Yeah. Quarantines. Quarantine. And this week we got some fellas. Yeah, our brothers. Over here. We got some fellas on our show to talk about what they're doing. We've been talking about our community service efforts that we've been participating in week after week during this quarantine. Mm -hmm. And so we thought it would be fitting to bring on the founders and the creators that we've been assisting. Yes. So um, we also get a little personal about how they're showing up for women. Yeah. So it's not all about community service. It's, it's really not. It's about servicing women. Servicing us. So. Our own. So listen. <laughs> right. So listen to the end. You'll, um, it was a great conversation. Great. Layered. Very, loved it. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, let us know what you think about the fellas we brought on. These are some intelligent brothers. Y'all have said we brought on some fuck boys. <laughs> so we've redeemed ourselves. <laughs> you know, we got to have balance. We yeah. got a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Yes. So listen, let us know what you think. Share mm-hmm. the episode. Um, just want to let you know and just remind you that this is a great time to get involved in your community. Yes. Right now, more than ever, we yes. have to pull together and show up for each other. So a lot of that is in this episode. If you want to know how you can assist uh-huh. you don't have to be in la you don't. there's a way the link is in the bio please visit their page and just find out more about everything that they're doing and ways that you can get involved and yes. e- and ways you can get involved in your own community your own hood yeah in your own hood period so yeah let's get into it all right here we go okay you all welcome back hey home girls welcome back so today we have special two special guests mm-hmm. and we have some of some of our favorite type of guests you guys love when we bring fellas on so we have some fellas in the building <laughs> chat two with fine us. gentlemen yes two fine gentlemen so we have lee and dustin of our own mm-hmm. and Welcome. you guys have heard us talk about them on the show a lot well not them specifically but you've heard us talk about our own yes so. now we have the niggas behind the business <laughs> <laughs> we have the men behind the brand here yes so. we do so why don't you all introduce yourselves to our audience our girls absolutely how take you got it, it away <laughs> we you? have contestant number one dustin how you ladies doing out there today yeah oh, yes <laughs> hi everybody my name is dustin mm-hmm. um founder of our own mm-hmm. uh would you like to know about me Ooh, we want to know what's your sign i'm a pisces what when were you born what time of day Ma- march 4th 8 p.m okay okay put, put it in the chart <laughs> put it into your put it into your pattern app put it in your pattern app no tell us about lee Hello. Yo, You're what's up? Yeah. Lee Johnson. <laughs> yes. Co-founder of our own. Mm-hmm. So tell us about our own. Like, give us a background. Tell us about your journey, who you are, what yeah. you do. Yeah. Absolutely. How so, our own uh, came to be. My journey in self, um, I have about like 13 years in mental health um, industry. Uh, work with a lot of kids between like uh, foster homes, group homes, bio homes, and schools, providing like prevention care and early intervention with uh, families. So every time like, you know, a child or a family will have like a target behavior, we'll try to do what we need to do to prevent them from doing it uh, moving forward. So um, by doing so, I started learning um, by being consistent in the homes and teaching kids how to use certain interventions like taking deep breaths, uh, taking walks, understanding what coping skills and all these things are. I learned like if you could be consistent within a home and within a child, you would see some type of growth or success um, towards a target goal. So I try to take that same concept when uh, creating, I guess, like our own, essentially, um, which it didn't get its birth until like I moved to New York. Mm. So I had to figure out, um, always wanted to do something for the community and uh, for our people, just didn't figure out exactly what it was. And then in New York, walking around 125th Street. Is that the ghetto? Nah, it's Harlem. 
So it's not the ghetto. No, it's not. Okay. It's well, yeah, we've never been in New York. Suburbs. So <laughs> Suburbs? I'm like, no. Nah, oh. It's a, you know, certain Is people like might, call it, it might call it a hood, but it's, it's Harlem at the end of the day. Okay. You we know, have to go. You the have East to be Coast there. mommies know it's a lot of up. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot of uh, history, um, especially on 125th with Malcolm X. Okay. okay. Uh, Langston Hughes House. Harlem Renaissance Street, vibes. Harlem Renaissance Vibe, mm-hmm. all that. Apollo on 125th. Oh, yeah. Okay. We're tapping in. Yeah. So, yeah, like one day, actually, I was like walking to the train. And uh, I stopped on this corner, and it was like some Israelites. They was like talking about, uh, you know, what we need to do um, as people. And I'm just standing there listening, waiting for the train. And then something is popping. I started looking around like, okay, there's a lot of buildings. There's a lot of businesses. There's a lot that we don't essentially have of our own. I'm looking at all of our people. We're actually on the sidewalk um, selling our product versus like having ownership okay. of the buildings mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I went into like the local CVS right there, bought like a... I posted boards and markets, went straight to the crib, started writing down all these ideas. Uh, came up with the name our own, uh, registered the name. Come on, with- <laughs> quick. Get to the <laughs> business. Yes. You know, registered the name um, in Delaware real quick and uh, <laughs> started <laughs> the business. And didn't really have like the full direction of it, what it actually looked like. I had this concept, like a dollar can mm-hmm. uh, campaign to where if I could get uh, like a lot of people to donate like a dollar a day, then all this money would go to a pot and the fund and we could use that to start a business and then use the success of that business to pour back into our own and keep that same model moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I started looking at our people as a whole and all the things that essentially we, we needed to, like, uh, I guess, do or accomplish to get to a certain level. Um, I changed my lifestyle right before I moved to New York. So I've been like, you know, eating plants and shit <laughs> for yeah. like about He's plant based ladies for like plant about seven years lifestyle. now. Mm-hmm. So like uh I saw what it did to me, allowed me to like receive a little more clarity in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but this overall health and just understanding what like, my body and the changes it did. So when um I started thinking of ideas and projects, I wanted to tap more into um, the body first, the gut as the second brain and figure out like if we could get the body right, then the brain essentially will uh will probably have like this you know we'll be able to like receive the information that we're trying to give so if it's business if it's financial literacy any type of education you'll be more aware of it if you're like taking care of yourself as a whole mm-hmm. so the first project you know I, I figured i couldn't do that in new york the way i wanted to so i moved back home and just put like all my time money and effort into the first project which was this uh food concept this uh i wanted to get a grocery store, but I didn't have the funds for it and mm-hmm. then it wasn't fully thought out. So I'm like, all right, how can I just take um, fresh produce to the hood, essentially, um, and tap into different um, areas around Los Angeles without actually owning a store? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, I raised some funds, bought a bus, and uh, converted that bus into a mobile produce market. And I would take that into uh, like Watts, Compton, Inglewood, Long you Beach. You started hot. Yeah. You like got it started and Especially got cracking. Especially moving back, we would have been like, if I okay, can't I do can't, it here, I right. can't. <laughs> it's, it's not meant so to why happen. exactly couldn't you do it in New York? Just because it's like so congested. Very congested. Um, it was just a lot. Like if I bought a bus there, like find out where it's a parking because parking is bad out there. Yeah. Mm. Um, More it, like it, infrastructure issues. Yeah, a lot of infrastructure issues, mm-hmm. and plus I had like a. a, a I would say a better network out here. Okay. And I could move around. Home team. Yeah. And I could like invest a lot of my own personal money without like, because I was blowing through money in New York. Okay. <laughs> Socially. The Big BMS. BMS. Yeah, they're blowing money fast. So yeah. how long were you were you in New York before you decided to come back? Uh, t- About two and a half years. I moved out there uh, 2013 for uh, a shorty. For a show. Okay. <laughs> Little baby, where you at? Right. Yeah, <laughs> you know, New had a... Uh, yeah, I needed to, I needed to get out of my comfort zone um, in LA, and mm-hmm. I felt like I've grown um, 
I was with my friends a little bit. Like, you know, I was just thinking a little bit different and um, mentally, like, some of them was just stagnant. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I just needed more and put myself in a position to where I could expand. And yeah. New York, you know, uh, was a young lady that we met in college, we was friends. So I thought it was like, you know. Where you go to college? Cal State Northridge. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right here in the hood, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> He's local. <laughs> He's local. We so went I, to Dominguez. So I thought it would be, you know, it would be cool to kind of like uh, revisit that relationship. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I went. It got me out of my zone. Lasted two months. Um, what? But, what? You, know, you made a whole lifestyle change? It really served its purpose. Wow. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, got, it served its purpose. She got me out there. Yeah. Um, she probably wants her day. money. She probably is like, <laughs> you owe me. Shut up. Shut I would be up. like, hold on. Get back here. The property. <laughs> <laughs> the God's property. Give me what you owe me. <laughs> I'd be like, half of that company is mine. Facts. So you were there for two years and you decided to bring it on back. Yeah, decided to, to bring it back. Um, you in the bus, you dropping off produce. Yeah, in the hood. but like before even like building out the bus, is um, I started doing like little fundraisers to like uh, make it happen. Mm-hmm. That's how I met Lee. Okay. Uh, okay. Then Introduce that's when the, Lee. The second uh, half. The second <laughs> half comes in. So mm-hmm. Lee. So you guys now are, Lee takes it away. So <laughs> right. Take it away. So Lee. the fundraising was that your thing? Like, how exactly did you all um, link up? So I was actually, um, well, my background is marketing branding. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of like the core, but um, I also enjoy like building spaces and things of that nature. So I I think I met Dustin probably like a week before his event. Wow. And um, he came into a space that I built out in Carson and he was telling us about the event and I was like, oh yeah, sounds good. It'd be great. So he was like, you should pull up. So I pulled up. The event went uh, went well. And then probably like um, a week later, we connected. And he was like, yo, like, I like the design in this spot. I have a bus that I'm trying to design. He tried to play me on a bus, though. What I did. kind of bus was this? Like a school bus? I so thought it was a school bus. Because okay, but you had something better, huh? You yeah. had a sprinter? Yeah, a little, little bigger than sprinter. We had okay. a, uh, we had a fifty foot uh, like it was a fifty foot charter bus. Okay, wow. yeah. So it's like a full uh, a full on thing. So he told well he told me to pull up. I pull up to the bus and I was like, oh shit, this is not a school bus. So right. I gotta I gotta put some respect on his name. Mm-hmm. So we started to kind of uh, <laughs> um, so we started to kind of talk some more about kind of what his thoughts were. And at the time, I just was like, all right, well, I think it's a dope like a really dope thing just put me on as a consultant and we'll go from there and probably about two months in the budget was crazy Mm. uh so much to get done to make it a completed and we just started to kind of vibe and i was like well let's just figure it out but let's just get this thing done and i think through there we just started to kind of build up our own thoughts on on what this what this thing called our own could be and uh we got the bus built it was amazing. Uh, it blew up, but it was amazing. The uh, bus literally blew up. Blew up? Like, yeah, the, the yeah. engine blew up after like three, four months of uh, no. operation. Yeah. yeah, it was a it was a CNG, so like natural gas operator yeah. um, ran. But like what happened was it was a diesel engine that was converted into CNG, so it still required like um, oils and all this stuff. And somehow I don't know, man, water or some type of fluid mixed in with the oil start smoking, smoking on the yeah. road y'all I'm trying like, to deliver f- shit right <laughs> I'm like, oh what, what's going God. on it's like, yeah, like, yeah and then it got to the point that we just had to make a decision do we spend ten thousand more dollars to put in the bus or, or do we $10, just ten thousand dollars just to buy a new engine yeah. before we can even put it into the bus to even find out what the problem is to fix that so yeah, it would have been wasting more money yeah to so where you I'm had like, to go no. back to the drawing board we had to pivot yeah. so the pivot. wow yeah. Wow. So pivot. what what did the pivot look like? 
Uh, the pivot took time. I think the pivot was <laughs> probably was that, like, journey. was that like discouraging? Did you feel like, oh my god, I'm over this, or did you feel like me. like actually, yeah. I looked at it like I completed a project and okay. actually yeah. got it to the people. So it was never that though. It, like it you don't win if you don't fail. So. To, but like, yeah, it, it served its purpose. It did what it did. So it like made me think of things like, okay, this is a lesson versus a loss. Right. Yeah. It know. was a it was a project underneath the our own umbrella. It wasn't our own itself. No, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Okay, because that, that would have had me discouraged. I'd yeah, like, like, we don't our bus. I mean, like, yeah. and like, we don't sit on stuff for too long. Like, we will kind of have our moments where like, you know, shit, this, oh my God, this is so horrible. But then, you know, we wake up the next day and then we, you know, we go back to the drawing board. Keep mm-hmm. it pushing. Absolutely. Keep it pushing. So. Our own self is an umbrella. So it's always, it's going to always be a different initiatives underneath it mm-hmm. to allow, to keep pushing uh, the brand and have all of us win at the point. Cause that's the whole goal. Yeah. So to, tell us about that pivot. Well, I think the pivot <laughs> You came, took two steps up. One step to the right. <laughs> One step to the right. <laughs> yeah, we um, we started to kind of just connect more before, I mean, before we even talked about like anything specific, it was just him and I just connecting and just building. And, um, you know, even though we have different backgrounds, we were seeing things the same way. Mm-hmm. And we kind of just kept meeting, like, I think like every week for probably like six months, we probably met three, four times a week. Just, oh, wow. yeah, I'm going to say just going through stuff and we didn't really have a purpose, mm-hmm. but we were just kind of going through stuff. And then, um, and then we kind of locked in on what we wanted our own to be and we wanted it to kind of hybrid you know, between the nonprofit and then the for-profit sector. Uh-huh. And, you know, we saw all of these things so clearly. Um, and we wanted to, to like, start. And we were like, well, how do we make a splash? And how do we let folks know that we're legit? And that's why, like, you know, we were going through ideas and we we're like, well, let's do Be Right Back, which is our, which is our passport, uh, passport ambassador program. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of our pivot. Like, that was, like, the program that we decided – was going to relaunch Mm -hmm. this entire thing. And it's going to be so amazing that people are going to have no choice but to rock with us. Yeah. Yeah. So Dustin, because Dustin told us about his journey and how he already had this passion for like investing into the community, Mm -hmm. was that initially your focus or once like Dustin came around, you're like, this is a great like, you know, idea to get involved in and like this makes sense. Yeah. What is your story, Lee? What's your story? I know you're <laughs> in marketing, but I like like I have a passion for success through business because okay. that is what I've always been good at. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always had a passion for service, but just not on this scale. Mm-hmm. Um, because I grew up in some crazy situations and you know, like I yeah, it's like I am so grateful for those that helped me like along the way. So I have always given back in my life. Okay. Um, most of the time, it was to my detriment because I just would go above and beyond for no damn reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just something that was in me to just keep going. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like, um, so like I think kind of through all of that, I just kind of learned to kind of pace myself with people. And then um, at some point when I kind of linked up with Dustin, I was like, man, this could be, you know this could be a chance for me to use the skills that I have, but also my love for people in a way that I can direct the change and I can see it happening the way that it should. Um, Yeah. And that's kind of the flow. Like that's just kind of where it comes from. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Dustin had a migraine, not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> he done nah, talked still, his way out of still it. still there, but yeah. yeah. Okay. He talked his way out of it. So with the Be Right Back program, you said it's a passport ambassador program. Can you speak a little bit more about what that is? Well, let's, let's tell you a little bit, I guess, the start of it, or I guess 
this origins. Give it to us. Uh, I love to travel. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. I call myself Passport Poppy. Disappear. Oh, make, oh wow. <laughs> make fun of myself. <laughs> I didn't know that. Passport Poppy. Okay, but, we're rolling uh, with the nickname. Nah, so 2016, um, I went on a, actually it was like my first real group trip because I tend to travel by myself mm-hmm. or maybe with one other person because, mm-hmm. you know, I like to do things that other people don't. Um, okay. And I don't like to, I like to travel and relax and just explore, but sometimes the obligations of making sure everybody having a good time. Just yeah, falls we know how me. it works. It becomes exactly. a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's easier to just go back with somebody or. So I ended up uh, going with this group, and then uh, everybody was just cool, and everybody was like essentially on the same page. So when we got to Cuba, was uh, the first trip, um, my first group trip. We just explored, got to know the culture, the history, and everything like that. And then like the last couple of nights, we just started having like real deep talks just about this improving the community. Um, bringing access um, to different resources. And then I kind of came up with the idea of uh, how can we bring kids mm-hmm. um, um, on traveling? Because I know if I would have got to travel earlier in my life, I probably would you know, be able to be whatever the case is. Right, yeah. right, right. You know, cause my first trip, I didn't take till I was like, what, two, 24, 25? Yeah. Turks yeah. and Caicos, so. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Like, <laughs> Started <laughs> off with a bang. <laughs> my nigga said Turks and Caicos. I thought you were going to say, uh, Mexico? What's that place? Yeah. What's that place? Uh, where Cancun or Cabo? Right. No, nah, my, my <laughs> aunt got married in uh, Turks and Caicos because that was her favorite place. So, like, she's the travel of the family. Cute. She, she said, let her. me level y'all up. Yeah. Come, <laughs> exactly. Come so, she made me get a passport. And uh, I went out there and just, like, blew my mind. So, mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, shit. Like, clear water, dope food. I learned what kunk was. So I'm like, yo, what is this shit? Like, yeah, what you know, is that? It's like a shell, like a shellfish or something yeah, like that. Okay. Like, but it's just fire. <laughs> uh and then like, everything they it was so fresh so i'm like and the people oh this is dope so we just started talking and building my friends i was there like yo let's just start tapping in so we started this group chat or where like that but as you can see like when an idea comes to me i like to execute it and mm-hmm. i like to go 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 yeah and yeah. at times like you know some people are like all right yeah i got you and they, they fall stall. off well, yeah yeah so i just kept going and then <laughs> it became like all right me uh after like the bus situation like Lee and I started just building on what be right back at fully V and I just started throwing out my ideas and thoughts on early prevention still like so tap, uh tapping it back into like my profession and my yeah. career and how we could reach kids sooner and earlier provide them like tools and resources so they could be successful because like in our neighborhood we don't have access to certain things like um a private school may have or right. cases but we do have talented kids yeah mm-hmm. they just need the ability or the opportunity Direction. to to go there mm-hmm. so me and him start tapping in on everything financial literacy wellness and how to make a whole like 12 16 week program and then conclude it with like a passport and a trip abroad fully paid for have you ever dreamed of effortlessly conversing in another language whether it's for that upcoming international trip, connecting with family and friends, diving deep into a new culture, or simply adding a new skill to your repertoire. Learning a new language opens up a world of opportunities. But let's face it, traditional methods like textbooks and classroom learning can be a drag. That's where Rosetta Stone comes in. As the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years, Rosetta Stone offers a revolutionary approach that truly immerses you in the language you want to learn without relying on CDs or DVDs. 
Picture this, you're effortlessly conversing in Spanish on the streets of Barcelona, ordering tapas like a local, or discussing the latest French designers with Parisians. So sexy, right? With Rosetta Stone's intuitive process, you'll learn naturally starting with words, then phrases, then full sentences. And with over 25 languages offered, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, and Polish, the possibilities are endless. Rosetta Stone's speech recognition technology, including the True Accent feature, acts like a personal trainer for your accent, providing instant feedback on your pronunciation. Plus, with both desktop and app options available, along with offline lesson downloads and an audio companion, learning for the babe on the go has never been easier. And here's the best part. For a limited time, Rosetta Stone is offering a lifetime membership for 50% off, y'all. That's right, lifetime access to all 25 language courses for half the price. Don't miss out on this amazing deal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, BGB listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com backslash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com backslash today. Hey, bookies, we got something special for you. Are you ready to dive into a celebration of blackness that's as diverse as the experience it represents? Well, NPR has got you covered with Black Stories, Black Truths. This is a groundbreaking collection that's more than just a podcast. It's Revelation. What does black representation in media mean to you? Because to me... It's about breaking down stereotypes, challenging biases, and also showcasing the rich tapestry of black experiences. For sure. Absolutely. And Black Stories, Black Truths is the epitome of this celebration. Each episode is a living account of what it truly means to be black today. And it's told from a unique black perspective. And I feel like these aren't just stories like they're narratives of joy, resilience, empowerment, and also the incredible ability to create world-shifting things out of the struggle. Seriously, you'll hear about everything from pop culture icons like Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama, to discussions on vital topics like reparations, y'all. There's really no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Have you tuned in yet? One of my favorite episodes is the one on how real self-care takes real systemic change. That's a must-listen. Yeah, I really think the hosts bring a tone that's celebratory. It's also informative and reflective, which I really can appreciate. Every episode is a journey. It offers a range of emotions and perspectives that keeps you hooked from start to finish. As soon as I turn it on, I'm like, mm. And let's not forget, Black perspectives haven't always been at the forefront of America's story. But now they are the story. Period. So this is not just a podcast, y'all. It's a collection of some of NPR's best episodes showcasing the brilliance and resilience of the black experience. And we know NPR is known for its commitment to diverse storytelling. But with them presenting black stories, black truths, I would say that this is NPR with the noir twist. <laughs> so what are you waiting for? Turn on NPR today and immerse yourself in a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and black as the incredible country we reflect. And remember, stories should never be about us without us. 
Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, available wherever you get your podcast. Ladies, let's talk real talk here. You probably have days when the PMS has you feeling like you could eat anything in sight. My goodness, the cravings and the general discomfort. Well, say goodbye to those days with Hormone Harmony from Happy Mammoth. Let's dive into why Hormone Harmony is not just another supplement, but a true game changer. First off, it's not just a trend. It's a phenomenon. Social media is buzzing with women singing praises about Hormone Harmony. In fact, a bottle flies off the shelves every 24 seconds. Can y'all believe that? Now let's talk about Happy Mammoth, the brilliant minds behind this wonderful product. They're all about making your life easier, and that means no compromises on quality. They've meticulously crafted Hormone Harmony using only science-backed ingredients proven to work wonders for women like us. But here's my favorite part. Hormone Harmony contains adaptogens, nature's little miracle workers. These herbal extracts help your body adapt to life stressors, especially those pesky hormonal changes that can throw us off balance. And here's the kicker. Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. It's your secret weapon against those hormonal imbalances that can wreak havoc on your life. From hot flashes and night sweats to racing thoughts and low moods, Hormone Harmony has got your back. And yes, it even tackles the occasional bloat and that not tonight boo feeling. (laughs) The real benefit here, the real win, feeling like yourself again. That's why countless women are raving about it in over 17,000 glowing reviews. We love a verified product, honey. Now here's your chance to experience the magic firsthand. For a limited time, you can get a fabulous 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code BRAVADO at checkout. So what are you waiting for, homegirl? Say hello to balanced hormones and goodbye to those days of feeling like a roller coaster. Your journey to hormone harmony starts now. That's Goals. beautiful. Yeah. And that's great wow. that the like families, yeah. the families trusted you because you know we'll be like, I ain't sending my baby. Period. Well, I not all the family. family. Yeah, not all the families. <laughs> Somebody like, mama was like, hell no, you ain't <laughs> going. Yeah. You ain't going. Yeah, exactly. like we did have one and, and it was a and it was a lot there. But, you know, Aww. we tried to fight for the kid and yeah. ultimately, you know. The mama won. Yep, yeah. the mama won. So The mama won. The kid mama was probably yeah. like, you ruining my life. Period. Please. Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah, I would have been like, <laughs> mom, everyone else is able to go. Right. But also, you know, I get it. I'm not a parent. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, her son was, she. Uh, they lost the dad. So, and he was, okay. like, the only boy out of, like, yeah. I think he had, like, three sisters. Okay. So, yeah. like, the man in the house, essentially. Yeah. She don't want And she, like, you know, she was just overprotective. Yeah. Um, and the thing is, like, uh, when you don't know certain things, like, because you have never been, you yeah. just kind of rely on what you receive from right. here. Like, the news, like, oh, Cuba's sex traffic is going crazy out yeah. there. I can't send my son yeah. out there. Yeah. The violence is, like, yeah. yeah. Just, no, we can't do that. But like, Cuba is way safe. It's probably like one of the safest places. Ever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know, I've been there, so trying to explain that to a mother who hasn't is difficult. So we we let her win. Like it's okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, now he's sick. Right. He probably seen how it went. So speaking of the Be Right Back <laughs> program, and that you guys are taking these young boys. Mm-hmm. Since our audience is mainly women, how are you guys teaching these young men, amongst everything else, the Absolutely. financial literacy and the wellness, to show up for black women? Yeah. What since does that we're getting, look like? Since we're getting them young, how Period. do we get them young we're in that area? We're teaching them to travel. How are we teaching well, them Well, like I know for, for me personally, like I grew up in a house where I had a lot of women in my family. So my grandma, aunties, sisters, um, 
and they never really treated me like a kid. Like they was just one hundred percent honest, real. I'll be like seven years old, and they talking about like the periods and how <laughs> what's really going how on. How niggas is treating them, and Dustin don't do A, B, and C. Then I also had the other side, so I had like my dad and his homeboys over there, you know, talking nigga shit. Okay. So yeah, I had a good. You seen it both, All right? So I had a good balance. But what I noticed as growing up, I had like the big homie. And uh-huh. at the end of the day, they would come be like, look, look here, little fella, like, yeah, we about the bullshit, but like still, this is like the role you might need to go to. So I always had like a different respect for women as I matured um, into like my dating phase. You know, I was still out here, like, I guess doing my thing, but I was a serial dater, but I wasn't like disrespecting women or anything like that. I wasn't fully toxic. It was just Tox- fully toxic. I can't say I wasn't toxic. I'm sure I said toxic. something fucked up that was like, yeah, but you, you know, just weren't dragging uh, us. Yeah, just, a, just but I was, a few sprinkles of fuck boy, not the exactly, full I was yeah. sure a fuck boy. You <laughs> yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Point. Like, we yeah. all were, you know. Um, he said, y'all all. He said, we all. That means all of them. At some point, yeah. Like, you know, we got to, you know, we got to evolve at some point. So, like, as yeah. a kid, like, you know, we only know, you know, what our homeboys and their big brothers is teaching us or the barbershop or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if we're not getting led down the right path, like, yeah, we're going to do some fuck shit. Yeah. Right. So when it comes to these young boys, we had, like, big homie conversations um, mm-hmm. in Cuba. Or even when we was out here, like, you know, on some of our activations, like, we talked to them about, like, how's your relationship going? Mm-hmm. What's going on? Like, ah, you doing A, B, and C, huh? You know what? <laughs> That might be cool to you right now, but yeah. like guarantee you like it's gonna be an issue and you might have to see different sides because I'm big on like two perspectives. Because at one point, like, you know, you're gonna have a woman tell her side, the man gonna tell his side. Mm-hmm. But if there's no communication between both parties, like you might not be able to see my side fully. Right. So like, you know, we teach them communication, how to talk to a woman, how to respect, how to treat them a certain way. So we it love is, respect. Yeah. That's man, Keep that though. at the forefront. Yeah. Period. <laughs> Nigga. So, <laughs> so, Nigga. How do, <laughs> so how do you all show up for black women? Mm. I know, Dustin, we saw you. Um, <laughs> we seen you. We saw you. So, Dustin, he wears many hats. He's a doodla. He a assisted doodla. his doodla. He assisted his sister. Not a full certified doodla yet, but you know, no. I'm getting there. He's I have to finish my class in June. Yes. Okay. Um, he assisted his sister with giving birth, which was beautiful, mm-hmm. um, especially with the black maternal death rate that's yeah, happening. Yeah. Like, that's real. We were just talking about that over on Patreon. Mm-hmm. But, um, Dustin, how do you show up for women, black women? And then Lee, so you I let have, us uh, know how you show up for us. I have three sisters. Um, love them dearly. No brothers? Are nah. you are you the okay. oldest, youngest? Uh, Second oldest. So okay. our oldest sister, we're 11 months, 10 days apart. Ooh, y'all, yeah. you like me and my sister. So like Pops pretty much waited like six weeks. And Period, back right in. back in. Yeah, right back in the lab. That's how my mom was. And, <laughs> didn't wait for nothing to heal. She was like, boop. <laughs> and then I have uh, two younger sisters. Uh, they got a different dad. Okay. So uh, me and my oldest sister pretty much was like their parent, you know, like. Yeah. So we, uh, we just looked out. Um... I love them dearly, so I don't want any harm to come their way. And when you have sisters, um, you tend to look at like the things you hold a mirror up more so. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, would I want somebody to do that to my sister? Right. So, like, I tend to ask myself that question a lot when I'm involved with a situation. If I'm about to do some fuckboy shit, like, I will hold that mirror up real quick and like, you know, pivot to the left. So, um, with my sisters, like, yeah, like, uh, have. My 28-year-old sister, she had, uh, she has my nephew and my niece. Mm-hmm. And i always been fascinated with, like, the woman's, like, body anatomy because you guys have the ability to, like, give life and create life. We do. Um, Strong queens. Yeah. Here. And, just, <laughs> and just learning more about it. And when you guys even, like, 
get pregnant, you guys create a whole new organ in your body, which is like insane. Yeah. When you think about it, like a whole do fucking it. placenta, placenta. is created <laughs> to, to provide oxygen to love, to the baby mm-hmm. that's growing inside. Like it's just, you know, it's remarkable. So I know like my little sister, the 21, uh, the one that just had a baby, she had a stillbirth um, oh, no. at her first go around at 21. So like at five months, she uh you know had to go through the whole process yeah. and oh, like God, painful. You know it kind of fucked us all up. So yeah. like when she uh, got pregnant again, I told her like yeah I'll be there. Um I start tapping more into like what a doula is, mm-hmm. uh, midwife, home births, and all this stuff. And mm-hmm. I told her like I know you consider like a high risk, so we can still do the hospital thing, but like let's tap into like a doula. And uh, I found one, and uh, they wanted to have assistant doula. Cause it was you. Yeah. So my sister like, why don't you just be the assistant? But like, you might as well just get your your, your hands was wet. Was that your a little awkward? Was that something that you were interested in before, or because? No. Well, because I had a friend. Excuse me. I have a friend named Stacy. Um, hey, Stacy. Right. Um, she was actually <laughs> pregnant around the same time as my sister. Cute. Uh-huh. So uh, I she um, I introduced her to like uh, this um, place, uh, Kendrick Space LA. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she could get it. Oh, I feel there. like I heard of that. Yeah, it's like a wellness center, but they go through like midwives. Yeah. Um, Dads for donuts, like they do a lot of like resources, um, how to like latch on to uh, yeah. breastfeeding, lactation, and lactation, stuff. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, she went to start going to some classes, so she invited me to the classes, and then you know, I was just only you know, supp- no, I was there, was, uh, it was a couple uh, boyfriends okay. there, but uh, I was like the only person I was there to support. And mm-hmm. I was like really into it. Like I'm flipping the pages. I'm reading as a mad question. Like, yo, <laughs> this is dope. Like I didn't notice, and uh. You just start tapping more in, and then um, I, you know, that gave me more of the confidence to kind of like help her out, but also help my sister. Yeah. And just took the time, uh, took the role on full time, and yeah, like through the process, like you know, it was kind of weird at first. I'm like, damn, I'm gonna have to look at my sisters. Sisters, yeah. Little Yoni. But at that point, it's not even like a vagina. It's not even like a vagina. It's like, all right, we're doing work here. Yeah, Period. that's essentially what it was, and. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole process of it was like this dope, like going through everything that I learned. So like when she went into labor, uh, started contracting, like the doula, like she didn't come to like probably hours later. So I was there for like man, 14 hours, like <gasps> yeah. massaging, hitting certain pressure points every time she contract, like, you know, like relieve some of the pain. So mm-hmm. she didn't have to feel it all. Uh, the whole goal was to like labor at the house for like until she was like eight to nine centimeters before yeah. we go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Cause she didn't want to get the epidural. She right. wanted to kind of like do natural. Yeah. Um, and we went, we had a whole birthing plan, you know, I went to a lot of her doctor appointments and everything before. So like I was, uh, you know, I was the guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, yeah, the whole process just even getting to the hospital was like a trip. Like you thought the baby was going to come in the car. Well, shit. Like you damn near did. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, uh, so you guys she, but when she couldn't take it no more, it was, <laughs> I would have been like, I can't take it after hour one. Let's right, go back. So she was like, it was already seven in the morning. So we had to drive in LA to, uh, in the, the traffic in traffic. Oh, so like we almost had a bad accident. Cause I'm like, she's screaming at me, yelling at me. And I'm like, I'm, I'm going to get us there. You know, I don't know why you're raising your voice. <laughs> you're you probably know, like, calm. I'm super calm. Like, uh-huh. like stuff like that. Like, I guess like my field I worked in and dealing with like hostile, like kids and, like, and environments and crisis like that. Like I know how to respond when something yeah. like intense comes. So yeah. like, yeah. chill, you know, can I touch you? Belly, you know, I have to like go through the whole process. How to put my doula cap on, my brother cat off. We need so. all these men to become doodles, <laughs> Become a doodler. Nah, like it's, it's, it's important. Um, I think if more men 
fully understood like what the woman goes through um i think we'll have a better uh relationship with the woman understand us i agree seriously like and i think conversations just need to be a little more uh you know this this isn't gonna be had Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. and if we can actually understand each other's perspective then we might actually get to a better point so yeah but yeah you know to help deliver my sister's uh uh, so, so that's uh, how you show up. You're really showing up. You're yeah, really there. Yeah. In the trenches. Lee. And now how about you, Lee? That, how like, are you showing woo. up? But there's other ways to show up for us. Yeah. Well, Everybody's not having a baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're not all having kids. Um, I think for me, <laughs> um, I think for me, the main way that I show up is through giving a voice. You know, I think that one of the things for me when I was growing up, um, if I had to pick a female hero, it would it had to be my grandmother Mm -hmm. because she raised us most of our life. Um, And then her and my granddad were married for 43 years. Mm -hmm. So to see, um, to kind of see that and to see how he treated her like a true queen. And even when she had the craziest ideas, he would be like, all right, cool. Just try it. And I got your back. Mm -hmm. And I think that just kind of, and it's just kind of like those kind of seeds that were there just kind of helped me throughout so I, so like I kind of felt that kind of throughout my journey and like, well, and I would say like, especially the last two years, um, as our brand has begun to grow, I think it's important um, to, well, like to know that we can't do everything. Mm-hmm. And I think as smart men, we should only turn that over to strong black women. Yeah. So there's a lot of things within our, um, um, I would say quite a few things within our space that we basically turned over the controls to strong black women because they are in our communities. And, you know, if we are trying to teach our young men and our young ladies, you know, how to be the best of themselves, I think you have to have the entire village. Mm-hmm. And, and I like, and I, well, and I think too, that it's important that like for us as, you know, two black men that we have to set the standard that we teach these kids about. So if we're, I'm in a place to give, um, like I would say, if we're in a place to give that voice and we don't, then what the hell are we doing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love it. So, you guys have friends and homies, right? Yeah, a lot of friends and homies. Mm-hmm. How do you encourage your friends and your homies to show up? Or do you? Or do you? Do you say something if you see your homie doing yeah. some sick shit? If since so you evolved, so since, the, since you strong evolved. black woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm considered the grandpa of the crew. Are okay. Because I'm always like, you know. I hold my friends accountable for their actions. Okay. Um, Again, oh, we stand. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Always uh, pretty much been doing that like since like high school or in college. Like once I started like tapping more into like myself and just evolving. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have deep conversations, you know, I can't reach them all. And, right. you know, some of my Tell boys, I love them to death. They're my, <laughs> they're, my, they're my brothers, you know, but at some point they got to figure out on their own. So I could drop a seed here and there and then hopefully – um, at the right time, like they able to just look at themselves and like, all right, I am fucking up. Let yeah. me figure yeah. it out. The breadcrumbs. They gotta be respected. But like, you know, when I see shit, like you know, we definitely like with my friend crew, like they're solid. You know, we we do fuck shit. Good but men, like, they, but they're yeah. solid. They great Overall, dads. Good they guys. Yeah. they great dads. They yeah. show for their kids. They do what they need to do. Yeah. You know, we probably for, fall short of some things, but like they got a good balance, a good uh, foundation. Okay. So yeah, but I think that we just try to do a good job of just making it just a. Uh, safe space for them to just kind of vent and be who they need to be at the time. Yeah. Um, because like life can be fucked up. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think a lot of the things just kind of hit you like at different points. So, you know, I know that I, well, I got a friend right now and he's going through some shit mm-hmm. and you know, yes, there are two sides and I know both sides, but about me. 
No. Oh. No, 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 no. I'm like, are we? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Spill the tea. No. Right. Spill um, the tea. Uh, no, but I have a friend who's not in California okay. and he's going through a lot. And, you know, for me, it's just, um, you know, for me, I think there's a time to check and then there's a time to listen. Mm. So that I think Virgo. that, yeah, so I think that there, <laughs> so I think that that is an important kind of a balance that, you know, so, well, that there's times that, yeah, like a friend will kind of hit me and I know that they're, I'm in the wrong, but they just need to vent. Yeah. And then when I hit them in three days and I'd be like, all right that shit was horrible. Right. Let's try to work yeah. through this. Yeah. And, and, and then again, I guess it is because of my Virgo, which I don't know what all that means. I'm still learning, <laughs> no, we just be talking. but right. I'm very, uh, but I'm very lot, like I'm very practical and logical with things. So, yeah, I, so I will tell them you can go left and left will be amazing and very you logical. can go right <laughs> and right will be amazing, mm -hmm. but it's up to you which direction you're going to find go. peace. Yeah. And like, to me, like it's okay to let things go. Mm -hmm. I think most of, our life, we hold on to things just because we're content with them. Mm. So I think that that's what I try to impart on all of my friends, whether it's a relationship, whether it's work or whatever, let that shit go. Um, so yeah. A mantra. A let concept. it go. Keisha Cole. What's your, what's your sign again, Dustin? Pisces. Pisces. Okay. Pisces yeah. and Virgo. Pisces and Virgo. Oh, <laughs> just asking. We, we like well to together. talk about the signs on here. We do. Yes. So do you guys have any advice on how we can individually contribute to our communities and uplift our communities. I know you guys do it as a collective, but for our listeners who may want to do something like on their own, do I, you have any like um, I would say start with anything. Like I think a lot of times pick people up some think, trash. Remember we yeah. used to pick up yeah, trash like, in the neighborhood. <laughs> like <laughs> there is no thing simple. that are mm -hmm. like 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 there's no thing that's too small. And I think with anything, whether it's the community or just with business, like we just don't actually start shit. So I think the biggest thing is like if you have a passion for something, there's probably somebody in your circle that cares about that same thing. That's why you guys are friends. So I think like if you have that passion, find one of your friends that has that like mind because I don't care what you're doing. You don't want to do it alone and, and you can get twice as much done if you do it with somebody. Yeah. So I think finding a friend that has that like mind and if you guys want to pick up trash or you want to go drop off food, do it together. Like you don't have to know all of the um, analytics. You don't need a website. Like there are plenty of people that do amazing stuff and they never post on IG and Period. that is completely fine. Like there are folks right now that their rent is being paid by someone that we all know, but we will never know it right. because sometimes you have to move in silence and that's how we do it. Things like there's a lot of things that, that like you're going to go to our website and you'll see a lot of really cool stuff and you'll go to the IG, but there's a whole lot of things that we're able to do, do for folks and to bless people without anybody knowing. Right. And I think that that's kind of where it should start. If you find that passion, just do it because it's good. Yeah. Don't do it because you're looking for like anything else. And I think that that's why like we've been able to have some of the moments we've had because at the end it's just like we're really doing this for the people. Doing yeah. the yeah. work. You're moving consistent. like the G in lasagna. Yeah. Just be consistent. Silent. <laughs> consistency is key. Yeah. Being consistent is key. Like, you know, I've learned that just with my, my jobs and stuff that I might not see change the first visit, second Ooh, visit, yeah. but probably like after a year and a half this kid is actually using his coping skills and yeah. he's actually like, you know, evolving, he's getting better. So like just staying consistent and showing up um, and being patient, you know, mm -hmm. understanding like, you know, the time's going to come, whatever that success looks like for you. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah. What, what That's about personal? Uh, okay. Mm -hmm. What is personal improvement? Any advice on that? I know you've been speaking about like a collective <sighs> shift and like 
mindset? What does that look like for you all? Um, I would say, like, I would say for me, and this is kind of where he and I actually, like, we work well together, but sometimes it's bad for both of us, is that we just want things to be over the top, just fucking amazing. Right. So I, like... Virgo. So I... <laughs> the Virgo energy. The Virgo energy. So, like, there are times she that we'll just... She swears she hates it until the shit pops off. I don't hate yeah. it. I don't hate it here. No, like... No, <laughs> I like, don't there, hate it here. There has been... Uh, there's been quite a few times that Dustin just, like, leaves my house at 10 o'clock and I, like... Fam, I'm done. I'm I'm tired. Like I was like, you gotta eat. <laughs> like, <laughs> like are we actually gotta eat now? Right. Um, and Loki, I was in my feelings a few times. I was like, man, it's only eleven o'clock. Like we've been working for fifteen hours. Let's keep it going. Oh, I got a migraine right now. Right. Oh, right. <laughs> Sorry about that. But, Lee is a workhorse. No, but I no, but like I think for me, I have learned that there is no th- well for me that there is no such thing as balance because I'm always gonna go hard at the stuff that I do. So I think it's just more about the pivot. And I think that the balance is something that, you know, there are certain things that you just, well, I'm going to say that you kind of tap in on when you need it. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be sometimes I might have a drink. There's sometimes I might cook. There's sometimes I might actually do more work because that finds me peace. So I think for me, it's just more of just being more self-aware and just intentional about how I work and then the people that I work with. Like, mm-hmm. Like, if I'm going to spend all this time and just sweat blood and tears, like, why are you going to do it with somebody that, like, you can't call, like, your brother or, like, your sister? Like, what's the point? Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, well, for me, I would say uh, focus more, for me personally, is self-care. Like, you know, I, I can't practice. Um, I have to practice what I preach at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So if we're going out and we are showing up for our kids and showing up for our women or young boys in the community telling them, like, uh, or teaching them how to, like, take care of themselves. I can't, me personally, I know I can't fully overwork myself um, to a point where I can't, I guess, pour from overflow. Yeah. You know, like, I can't be too drained. So, at times, yeah, I have to take a nap. You know, I'm going to have to, like, you know, eat. You know, I got to eat. After <laughs> after 10 hours, like, I could go probably 10, but after that, I'm going to have to, like, you know, put a something in my Yeah. Some nice. or something. Yeah. You know, but, <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> no, but, like, yeah, it's just a... Uh, this uh f- self care for me. Um, was- Speaking of which, what does self care look yeah, like that, for you guys? Yeah, what is self care? What does that look like for? I put for- my sea moss ma- mask on at night. <laughs> you know, I listen to my cold train, relax after a long day. I love uh, Isley Brothers. Okay, um, yes, Donny Isley Hathaway, Brothers. Live. A little music then. Yeah, a little therapy. Oh, yeah, because uh, music for me is huge. Like my grandfather. Um, um, was big on that mm-hmm. and uh he got me into jazz mm-hmm. got me into like uh there's a lot of old school music and then this culture um and understanding how to push culture forward through so many different ways like we're innovative people yeah. like we're creative we're uh we're dope so you're cultural producers yeah, yeah. cultural producers so, there you culture. Are. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like yeah moments. you know so yeah when i'm at the crib man like i'm just fully relaxed um, and I try to disconnect to connect with mm-hmm. myself mm-hmm. at times. And how about you, Lee? What does self care look like to you? Uh, you? Self care for me starts with a aged bottle of scotch. There it is. Okay. It has to be. You Turn know, uh, I really like the 
15 year Glenn Livet. Okay. Um, wow. I put on some candles. I don't know what that is. Um, Love the sometimes, candles. Uh, like, sometimes I'll, I'll actually take the time and break out the guitar and play. Cause wow. Oh, that's nice. I play guitar, piano, and drums. Yeah. So I actually okay. kind of have those. Little, all, yeah, those he's, uh, those very Masego out here. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I that's why I call him now. He's a very Masego. He does everything. <laughs> wow. Imagine yeah. that. Very, Lighting everything. the candle. Yeah, we know. <laughs> yeah. Lighting the candle and just strumming, strumming the guitar. <laughs> hey, you know, strumming sometimes. Strumming my pain. <laughs> Some, I mean, sometimes it bees that way, but but no, like I, um, I think for me, one of like the things I do like to do is to write. Mm -hmm. So you know, I'll get my glass and I'll just write down my ideas and my thoughts. And I'm a notebook guy, so I have like notebooks for probably the last ten years easily. Mm -hmm. That it's cra like it's crazy because there'll be so, like there'll be like some random thought and I can go and pick that notebook up and go through and find the page and kind of be, like so for me that's kind of a therapeutic way um because sometimes like before I can give a thought to Dustin I have to kind of like right. source it all out so sometimes I'll put it all down and just kind of write it through and maybe we don't even talk about it for a month, but it hits at the right time. So Not me, I just throw an idea out there, you know, yeah. it's that Pisces shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then the Virgo in me is like, where are the we, details? That's let's well, that's yeah, why he has so me. Like I am the details. So we, yeah. so he's like, yo, let's do this. And I'm like, that's a horrible idea, but let's do it. And then we figure it out from there. And like, I know the one thing, um, and I and I feel like he plays me sometimes because he knows how I am. Mm -hmm. But like he will like tell me that I can't do something. He'd be like, Lee, we can't put this together like this or we don't have time. And I was like, Oh yeah, I'll figure it out. Like the challenge. The right. challenge. Like we had a Pet piece on our website that literally he was like I like this on this website. Can we do it? And I was like, I don't know how to do that, but I'll figure it out because you like it. And it took me like 15 hours straight, but I got it done. And he was like, right. and I woke up like, nigga, how the hell? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, you're welcome. Out. I'll see you in three hours. <laughs> right. <laughs> Probably straining your damn eyeballs. Like, <laughs> right. That's crazy. It'll be interesting to find out what you guys' human design is. Human yeah. designs are. I feel like, Lee is probably like a generator. You're a generator or a manifesting manifest generator. generator. Yeah. And yeah, that sounds about right. Are you more impulsive, Dustin? Like, are you impulsive? At times. I'm okay. getting impulsive. Energy. I'm impulsive with my pettiness. But. Oh. <laughs> I feel like because you're such a workhorse, he has to be a generator. Yeah. Um, Dustin. Maybe a reflector. I, oh, there's like a f small percentage of the population who who are reflectors. Yeah, yeah. that sounds like I'm a, um, <laughs> he's a dual too. So projector. He's a, he's yeah, sure you have reflector. a lot of reflector energy, like reflector or a projector. Reflector, projector, yeah. or maybe a manifesting. You might be a manifesting generator. generator too. Often listen to waves and reflecting. I do that pretty much once <laughs> a week. It's different. We gonna we gonna wrap it. Yeah, we gonna tell y'all what y'all are yeah. after this. Yeah, we had a little program. We'll put y'all birthdays in. You know your birthday. I mean, your date of birth? I <laughs> <laughs> hope you know your birthday after all of this time. Yeah. Right. You know your time of birth? Uh, Sometime in the noon hour. Oh, okay. no, we need the exact. But I think we can work with that. We can work with that. Um, we're about to do our read our charts. Yeah. You know it. I'm about to so, read y'all niggas. Before we go, where do you see our own in five years? Mm -hmm. God. Or we can send it out a little further, 10. No, I, I, I mean, I think that five days, B. Yeah, <laughs> okay. like, Five. You haven't seen the emails. Um, okay. Talk no, that talk. I, right. I think in, um, I think in five years, um, I hope that our own is, is going to be the staple for what it means to give to the community. Um, you're going to see an organization who doesn't waste time, doesn't waste their resources, and we just kill shit on every single level. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but I, but I think that you're going to see that the impact is so great. And even five years from now, I think we're going to have some amazing success, but people are, aren't still going to quite understand it. And they're not going to understand the moves that we're making then. They don't understand the moves we're making now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that, um, but I think that's where I think for us trying to run this business is that I think that's where our growth has come in because we have the piece that it doesn't matter what everybody else thinks. Mm-hmm. Like, like we may not put out content for a month, but when we do, it's the fire content that you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Like, Beyonce vibe. Yeah. Like, like, like we are going to move to our own beat. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's what you're going to see in five years. So whatever that may look like, um, is going to be amazing. But I think at the core, you're just going to see people that are just making a ridiculous impact. Mm-hmm. I agree. Echoing, echoing those reflecting. Sentiments. Same sentiments, <laughs> yeah. right? So let our girls and our boys, because we have men listening too. We do know where they can find y'all, how they can support our own. Where you know, give them your tea. Well, I would say the first way that you can support our own is doing what Dustin said is self-care because you can't support anybody else if you can't support yourself. Mm -hmm. So make sure that you are one, that you are doing well and pour into the people around you. Like, you know, sweep around your own front door. Mm -hmm. So make sure that the people around you are as whole as they can be. Let's get the Um, community back, man. Yeah. I grew up in a community and where neighbors looked out for one another. We took care of our block. And I grew up, I'm from Carson, whatever. So Oh, wait, I didn't know that. Um, the block I'm from I, Maryland, <laughs> DMV. <laughs> so the block I grew up on, uh, my grandfather's house. Everybody on that block, we uh, we took care of the sidewalks. We uh, every holiday we like decorated trees that was in front of our house. Somebody, cute. We, so cute. we had like our own like neighborhood watch this on that block. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So everything was smooth. I got the my ass whooped by everybody on that block. The original hour. Every time I got in trouble, yeah. you know, like my grandma's friends would whoop my ass. Like I heard you at school talking okay, shit. Okay, I would like, be like, why are you whooping up. my so ass? Like, <laughs> I'd be like, hold up. I mean, we don't have damn Dolores. Right, exactly. <laughs> Gertrude, get up off me. But like, <laughs> yeah, like it was it was community. And yeah. that's what uh, I love. Um, and that's what I'm used to. So like understanding like how we lost that a little bit over mm-hmm. time. It yeah. became neighborhoods and everybody's mm-hmm. just for self. Yeah. Versus like this coming together, just like trying to get that back more. So whatever you can do, like you said, a beautification project is easy. Just go outside, pick up the trash, and sweep and plant a flower, mm-hmm. you know, in a yard or something like that. Like, just take care of your neighbor. If there's somebody that's that needs some help, like, you know, drop off a produce bag. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of produce bags, give them the tea on that. To how to donate. Come on. So you can donate online at ourown.life. Uh, click on that donate tab and make sure you support. Also, you can find us on RG at our own life as well. Uh, $25 her uh, bag goes to feed a family. Uh, and we started it at the beginning of March. Mm-hmm. Um, Perfect and, timing, pandemic hit. Yes. And, and, and our, well, like and our thing is that we wanted to support and be the village for our kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were going to make sure during this time that none of them would ever want for anything. And because of that love and that just I'll like, be right back kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just because of that, people started reaching out and they just started sending us more names. Mm-hmm. So we were just like, well, we're just going to self fund it and make sure that we can keep going. And then along the way, it just kept growing and growing and growing to where we have so many people come out week after week to support us. And we are unable um, to, to uh, feed 75 to 80 families a week, which this, is amazing. And then this is kind of like where it comes back full circle because this is essentially what like you the were bus doing. project right. yeah. exactly. uh, without the bus, like Period. providing like yeah. fresh organic produce, 
um, things because we know right now like our immune system is being attacked. Yeah. yeah. So like everything that goes in these produce bags are to like strengthen your immune system mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Like and not forcing a lifestyle change on anybody, but we're incorporating like giving you the tools to incorporate a better lifestyle moving forward. So mm-hmm. like to help you with um, our community where we're struggling with uh, diabetes, heart disease, hypertension, right. obesity, all these things that's killing us crazy numbers still, mm-hmm. which is like our number one killer. So how can we provide this um, access to resources, these tools and education? Mm-hmm. So this is pretty much full circle coming back. It uh, is. God right. is good. It's not a bag He's of always ho- working. Yeah, right. Always it's working. not a bag of ho-hos and ding-dongs, but. <laughs> 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 the random bag of groceries. So again, let them know where they can find you guys on uh on social yeah you can find us on instagram at our own dot life mm-hmm. um facebook is our own dot life as well and our own dot life yeah. the website. <laughs> website and, and all that w- will be w- down w- in the show notes it go down so, all right that was so good thank, thank you y'all. fellas for joining us oh, appreciate um you appreciate you ladies we this love what blessing. you all are doing yes and um yeah so ladies go follow them tap in y'all and see I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to be asking. Yeah, they're going to be like, are they like, single? Go on over and ask them yourself. Yeah, okay? slide in their DMs. Yeah, my so, name is Dusty Young, 36 years old. There single, it is. no kids. Pisces. And he's Pisces. a Pisces with the what? And rising. I love to travel. I like to deliver babies, long walks on the beach. Hot. He sounds like your nigga. <laughs> okay, there you go. His DMs. There you go. Okay, we'll <laughs> chat with you all later. Next week. Love you. Bye. Bye. Thank you.